We have returned, episode 36. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Mike. And I'm Tyler. And we're back. We are back. Let's get right into it, man. Most important. Football which game? games. Yeah, which game you want to start with? Well, I watched the whole Patriots game. I didn't okay. see the whole Saints game, so. All right. Let's, um, let's get into uh, Patriots. What, what were your big thoughts? <laughs> the goat. <laughs> yeah, that's all, that's all there is to say for me, man. I mean, it the the um Chiefs played great, man. They did. Um, I mean, not great, but they played good. They played good enough to win. But the Patriots just that last drive, man. Was <sighs> yeah. Somebody told me the other day, like you just you can't doubt the goat. You just. <laughs> You can't, man. You can't, you can't do it. So I, I completely agree. And I think the stats are a little misleading. They are. Uh, like Brady's stats didn't look that great. Right. But he made the throws he needed to make. And Michelle, uh, he had some big, big plays, big runs. Yeah. Um, he, he had two of the touchdowns, right? Uh, I think. I mean, I think he had two or three. I think two. Too yeah yeah he, those were big too. I mean, you know it's just it, it was experience. It seemed like they had a good running yeah. back battle. Actually, a lot of people didn't notice how many. He had what's his name? Williams had three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Williams played fantastic again. Granted, a couple of those touchdowns were just like catch and run. Yeah, and he wasn't really getting touched, but but you know it is what it is. I guess. I will say, and we'll get into this more with the next game, of course, but the officiating was pretty bad in this game as well. Oh, for sure. I thought it was it was insane to me how many times they allowed the Chiefs to get away with holding, mm-hmm. while also the noticeable one from the Patriots was that um, when when Brady just got like touched. Yeah, and the, they had the um. And they roughing called the passer. roughing the passer. I was like, when Dude. the when the same thing happened to um, Mahomes, yeah. and it was worse to Mahomes yeah. in the first half. I was like, "Dude, you just you can't make that call at the end of the game like that." And Mahomes actually got hit in the he- in the helmet, and right. you know, yeah, that that was insane. That was the biggest fail to me of that one for sure. But uh, Patriots got how many? They have now like nine in the Brady era, eight uh, Super Bowl appearances. Yeah, nine, nine. So they're they're five and three now, right? So this will be the ninth. Yeah, I will say too many people are letting D Ford get away with the ridiculous lining up <laughs> off sides. <laughs> now, now Brady's pick. You could debate whether Gronkowski should have caught it or if it really was a bad throw. Uh huh. But 
I mean, the that was the game. What D Ford? Yeah, if he line, I mean, yeah. they intercepted the ball. It's over. Yeah, it was over. Yeah, they just call they 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 kneel it three times and that's game. But I mean, that was crazy too. That was a heartbreaker. Yeah, really I, I will say the Patriots did a good job of taking away uh, Tyreek Hill and Kelsey. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they really. I, I mean, I they didn't were almost MIA. Yeah, I like I forgot Kelsey had like one catch. I think Early. in the third quarter at one point. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, maybe it was the third. It was second or third. It was before you know crunch time for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was. It was when both teams are kind of struggling to score. I think. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, damn, like, this is the best tight end, and I forgot about him for, like, two quarters. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they kind of took away Hill's speed. You know, they, they didn't let him get a good run run and start into anything. Yeah. Which was smart. Yep. I mean, Mahomes still played great, but the, you know, the team... They, I, I don't want to say they got out coached though, because that's what I heard, and I, I think it was a little more than being out coached. I think they did get outplayed still, but they yeah. played well. But they Patriots did, is better. They did kind of make the same mistake that uh, the Chargers made to a much lesser degree. And what's that? Which was they didn't get any pressure on Brady. Oh yeah, no, they didn't. Only a few times. Yeah, yeah. like he really he was comfortable. And they called the rough in the passer one time. <laughs> yeah, so. but I mean Brady, like, he was getting it all out quick. But I mean, he's mm-hmm. gonna do that. He's not mobile. That's just good coaching. Yeah, and, and Mahomes kind of in the beginning, first quarter, seemed like he tried to run out of pressure and then just ran right into pressure sometimes. Yeah, you know, he. I his, guess his big mistake was like his the sacks he took. Yeah. Uh, were bigger losses than they should have been. For sure, they were devastating. Yeah, they weren't ones that you should just eat the ball on. Right, you like should have got rid of it. It's one thing to you know get sacked, and lose like four or five yards, but when you're getting sacked and losing twelve, you know, I, I mean, that's really hard to recover. Yeah, especially how cold it. Considering how cold it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know the Patriots are used to that. It's right. nothing for them. Yeah. All right. Shout out to the Patriots. Yeah. Shout out to From the From here girl. on, I don't think I'm ever going to pick against Brady. <laughs> yeah, man. It's tough, man. It, it takes, it really takes magic to beat Brady. And Mahomes, you know, I admitted last time I thought Mahomes did have enough magic, but, you know, he, he didn't this time. Um, and Foles really worked magic last year. Right. So, uh, okay. So it was the Saints. <laughs> the the, the game Rams. everybody's been talking about. Yes. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on the call? Uh, Obviously, we're in agreement that it was yeah. unreal to not call that. It was definitely blown. Yeah. Um, I. It, it was it was blatant too. It wasn't like one you say, ah, eh, that might have right. no. That it was for sure. Um, you know, I I don't like leaving it to one call because you know maybe they just shouldn't have been in that position. 
But they were in that position, and they should call it right all the time. So that doesn't matter. But I don't know, man. I really don't know what to say about it, really. I will say, like, it's an awful call, and I don't think the Saints had other opportunities to win the game. That's what I'm saying, yeah. You know what I mean? They got the ball first in overtime. Mm-hmm. And they could have won. I mean, the, look at what the Patriots did. They got the ball. They came down and won the game. Right. Um, and Breeze, like, in the first quarter, he was just on fire. From I only saw the second half in overtime. Mm-hmm. But from what I saw in the first quarter, he was on fire. Yeah. Like, he was completing, completing great throws. But then after that, like, from from where I started watching it, he did not look very good. He completely fizzled out, man. He really did. Goff outplayed him. He did. Yeah, Goff played. I mean, Goff did exactly what he was supposed to do. I mean, he he did, you know, he was very efficient to me watching. Yeah, Uh, he's, I like him because, like, I can trust him to make a select number of good throws. mm Mm-hmm. And with the if the Rams play as well as they're capable of playing, that's all he needs to do is make a few of them. Yeah. So I, I don't know, man. I think they're in good shape with him for for a while. What do you think about the um, the Rule Seventeen Section Two Article Three? You think that's gonna make any leeway? Uh, what is that? It, it's it's a clause that says um. Uh, what's his name? Goodell can reverse a game if he feels like something was completely a, a complete injustice. What do you mean I can reverse a game? Yeah, like um, like they're just giving it to the other team if the call was <laughs> bad. Or I'm, I'm gonna read the legal jargon to you. Hold on, let me pull it up. But yeah, man, that's what it. That's it. Sounds a lot like that. Um. What is his name? Michael Thomas brought it up, I believe. Um, let me see. Yeah, it's it's interesting that the rule exists, but um, it is out there. Here it is. Okay. Michael Thomas points out rule allowing Goodell to reverse game results. It is called Rule 17, Section 2, Article 3. The commissioner's. This is in the NFL rule book. I'm reading this from. The commissioner's powers under this section two include the imposition of monetary fines and draft choice um, forfeitures, uh, suspension of persons involved in unfair acts, and if appropriate, the reversal of a game's result or the rescheduling of a game, either from the beginning or from the point at which the extraordinary act occurred. In all cases, the commissioner will conduct a full investigation, including the opportunity for hearings, use of game video, and any other procedure the commissioner deems appropriate. So Michael Thomas pulled that up, put it on his Twitter, and said that, you know, he's calling on Roger Goodell to, you know, bring that rule, enact that rule. That's crazy. I I just... I don't think that call, like I mentioned earlier, because the Saints had other chances to win the game. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I wouldn't like redo the game from that. <laughs> right. Me neither. 
Now it's one thing uh, if it if that happened, you know, if that was fourth down and, you know, it was the end of the game and if if it doesn't if you don't call anything, you know, you lose the ball, all right, then you you have a story there. Mhm. Like uh, like in the Chiefs and um Patriots game, if D Ford was obviously not offsides, then that would be like that big of a deal to me, a bigger deal than that, because the game was totally different. Right. But, um, and D Ford had literally nothing to do with <laughs> with like what happened in that play. Right. Like he might as well not even been on the field, and the the interception still would have happened. So, uh, yeah, man, I I don't think it's gonna make a difference, but. I just thought it was interesting that someone pulled it up, man. Someone's reading the, reading through the book. Yeah. So. How, how long do you think it took Michael Thomas to go through the rule book to find that? I'm sure he wasn't the one to find it. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> maybe his agent found it or something. Maybe someone who, you know, maybe someone else told him that. But yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I do Shout feel out. bad, man. Do you think I saw this in in one of the sports shows, but. If uh-huh. Drew Brees had, you know, won the game last night, or not, was it two nights ago? Mm-hmm. And then, say he goes on to beat Tom Brady. Is he better than Aaron Rodgers? Is he better than Aaron Rodgers? Is you're implying that people don't already think he's better than Aaron Rodgers? I don't. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, not skill wise, he's not. I think he will be greater. Like. You know, his in history. Yeah. But okay. not better. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was an interesting thought. That's what. That's kind of what I was hoping for him to win, because of all the quarterbacks left, he was really the only one I liked watching. Right. Yeah. That's why it hurt me so bad when I was just watching him. And and granted, uh, the 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 reason why they really lost is because they were calling passing plays when they were up. Mm-hmm. Which was ridiculous, but. Even yeah. then, like Breeze just was not that that fire Drew Breeze that I've seen. Yeah, the whole Saints team kind of to me they just didn't play that good. It didn't seem like they were playing in the, the gravity of a game they were playing in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it didn't. It didn't seem like they really brought it. That's all. Because I really thought they would beat the Rams pretty easily, but um, you know, Kamara didn't really do anything. Um, and I thought he would, and they kept that hill. Uh, you know, they were doing some weird stuff. That's all. <laughs> they, That's I, all I could say. Yeah, I also thought, and this highlights like they didn't capitalize their first two drives. Yeah, both were field goals, and if they were touchdowns, mm-hmm. considering how awful the Rams were in the first like five ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could have had a bigger lead, and at that point, similar to their regular season game, I don't think the Rams could have caught up. Right. Um, but, you know, that's that's the tough part about being held to field goals. Yeah. Um, teams are looking to pick – well, shout out to the Rams. You want to pick our Super Bowl picks now or later? I mean, we can pick it next weekend because game's in a couple weeks. Yeah. All right. Um, teams are expressing interest in Kareem Hunt. So uh, I noticed that is. Chicago was a big one. I'd rather not even play. 
<laughs> Why? Him on Chicago? Mm. I mean, I he know, had man. something to their passing game. They're, they had the best defense. They were a cheeky field goal away from being in the fucking, uh, what was it, quarterfinals? Then what, though? They would have lost. No, you're right, but... You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they could be good. They, they have potential. They do. They have potential. And they're um, coached well. Yeah. We we talked about Wentz versus Foles already, right? Yeah, we did. Okay. Um, there was another football topic I wanted to bring up. Um, Calvin Ridley got his car stolen. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. At yeah, the gas station. That's you wild, know what right? We didn't do what? We didn't talk about some of the, the coaching hires. Yeah, yeah, we didn't. Dude, what the fuck was going on with that shit? What, I don't know, man. What I don't is happening with, with these weird coordinators who like the the what was it, Cliffs Cliff something? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know I don't that's one thing I don't know if I'll ever understand. Is like coaching hires in football because I don't really know. Like I, just, I guess I can imagine what the coaches do, but I don't know exactly what they do all the time to the point where you need like this special coach. Like I, I get that coaching is important, but why you need so many coaches and why you need so many coaches to say different things for different, you know, all kinds of things. Yeah, that's the part I don't know if I'll ever understand. Like, I don't get why one coach can't just be offense and defense. You need defense, you need kicking, you need special teams, you need, you know, offense, you need a regular coach. It's a lot of stuff, man. But well, the, I feel like I feel like the only trend. Imp- important thing for a coach is to be a good, like, leader. Right. Because, like you said, they're delegating most of their job to other, you know, other members of the staff. Yeah. So That's why I don't get why it has to be, like, some crazy like this guru that's what yeah i don't understand why they're getting these weird coordinators who were only hot shot coordinators and with the cliff cliff kinsbury that's his name Mm -hmm. like he showed uh i believe oh he's the one that coached um mayfield yeah he was a coordinator okay yeah well no it was manzel i think Oh, Manziel, okay. During okay. his Heisman year. Okay. But anyway, man, I don't even know who hired him. I want to say Arizona. Is that good credentials? Dude, he was he was a head coach for six years, I think, with Texas. Uh, no, um, Manziel went to A&M, I think. No, but he was a coach for a while. Oh, at Texas? I oh, think okay. it was Texas. I could be wrong. Okay. But whatever school it was, he was a head coach for six years they were mediocre, mediocre to below mediocre all six of those years. He spells Cliff with a K. Right. <laughs> he's whack. So, but yeah, yeah it just he's his resume shows great coordinator, probably not a good coach. Yeah. And they hired him. Like, what? I don't understand. Is it because he worked with Sean McVay? Like, but isn't there like a trend of offensive coordinators being like head coaches? Like, yeah. But so I don't, you know, I don't know, man. It I really no don't. Sense. I don't the, understand. The Titans uh, guy who got hired for the uh, Packers job, mm-hmm. like that you'd hire the the Titans offensive coordinator to be Aaron Rodgers' coach. 
Yeah. Like, it's just... What happens during the interview process that we're not aware of? (laughs) I have no idea, man. Like, these guys be coming in there, and they have to be saying some crazy shit. I swear, they're already, like... They're already showing a playbook. Yeah. During the interview. Like, this is what we have planned, and... Yeah. I mean, look at... What's, um... Uh, what's the Raiders coach again? What's his name? The what? quarterback guru. Oh, uh, the Raiders coach, you mean? Yeah, the Raiders, yeah. Uh, Gruden, John Gruden. Gruden. Come on, man. Yeah. Gruden went from <laughs> just just talking to quarterbacks all the time to, you know, best contracts ever and whatnot and being trash. Obviously, I swear he fucked up Derek Carr's weird. career. <laughs> yeah, man, it's the the coaching inning is weird, man. All right, uh, moving on, <laughs> moving yeah. on. What? Um, I'll save basketball for last. All right, the fights, the fights. What'd you think of what you <laughs> of what you did see? Well, I mean. I watched all the UFC and all the um, boxing. You know, it's funny. All sport, like football and basketball have, or football and the fights have something in common. It's like there's more attention to the controversy controversy surrounding, like, the event. Yeah. Rather than the actual event. Right. There's, like, no real, no actual highlights, huh? It's just yeah, I mean, the, the n- nonsense. The, the UFC fight was quick, and he, you know... He didn't defend himself, and then he bitched about them calling the fight too early. Yeah, and we, and we saw, we both saw the video. I mean, you know, shout out to Cejudo. Is that how you say his name? I think so. Yeah, shout out to him, man, for the win. And Dillashaw, come on, man. Like, you lost. Yeah. I don't know how you... It was stopped quick, obviously. It was quick, and... Was that you that told me it was the quickest ever? Someone told me he's like one of the quickest at that weight ever or something. No, I don't know. I mean, I remember McGregor had a pin in like 12 seconds or something. Yeah, but, but I think but he, he's in is a he, different weight class. Yeah, he's bigger than them, I think. Yeah. It, it was like one of the quickest at their weight. And, I mean, I was watching it. I was wondering when they were going to stop it, too. I mean, he got beat. But it got to be controversy. I didn't lose. Blah blah blah. You know, it's always the officiating's fault. Um, that's something we gotta get away from, man. It, I, it's like new these last couple of years. Officiating is like, it's always their fault now. You know. Well, I don't understand. Like, for years, officiating has been bad. Mm-hmm. Now that now that it's, I just I don't understand why now it's becoming more highlighted. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> just, like, I like I still remember the whole Sacramento and situation in like the the Shaq Lakers era. Yeah, what was it? Like you remember they were talking about how the games were rigged because the LA was getting all the calls, and they had <laughs> that like, was the that year Kobe hit like those two game winners on them. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember that was a big deal. So, like, it's nothing new for officials to... Officials fuck up the same way players do. 
Yeah, man. And the officials can only do so much in the game. Like, if you look at free throws, they account for, like, 15 points a game. You know, it's not like it's not like you're going to get blown out because the other team shot more free throws than you. Well, like, except rarely it's James happens. Harden sometimes. Right, except it's James. But James, you know, he, he draws them. But, you know, it's... I I think it's because because of replay, because of our new technology, um, also because of the more rules these games have, uh, the you know harder it is to officiate. You know, and with the UFC, it's usually because of safety, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not they're not doing it because just for fun, like you know to s- stop the fight. The fight they want the fight to keep going, but. You know, it's the safety. Some guys care less about their safety than others. You know, he was going to get hurt if they let it go too much further than it was going. Yeah, if anything, he should be thanking the fucking ref. Yeah, exactly. And that's how it is usually in UFC when they complain about stoppages. You know, they're stopping it to keep you safe. Right. Um, And even in the NBA, it's, you know, like the Pachulia rule. that, That rule isn't... You know, they're not doing it because of the one incident. They're doing it to prevent further incidents, you yeah. know? And um, we'll always complain, of course. Oh, you know, it wasn't that. You just, you didn't even let me get there, you know? they um, Refs like to anticipate calls sometimes, but, you know, they're humans, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, in real, like, some of these games move so fast, especially uh, like obviously basketball is the one I know better than anything. But in, in football, you know, football moves. Yeah, they I mean, move so fast. Like I don't even know how they catch stuff in football. Sometimes the stuff they expect, do catch, you just can't expect them to see everything. Right. I mean, like, like I I look at pickup games and I'll stare at a situation, and like I won't see what like whether there was a foul or not. Of course, yeah. So it's like, how do I expect the referee to get it right 100% of the time? If that's what you want, you might as well re- replay everything. Right. And nobody fucking wants that. Of course not. The games would be three hours long. Yeah, the the Patriots game, was. it started at, what, six? It didn't <laughs> end until midnight. Right. So, like, I just can't imagine football games being any longer than they already are. Exactly. I just I don't think officiating is as big of a deal as people are trying to make it seem. Yeah. Um. Okay. How did Pacquiao look though? Before we move on. Oh wait, let, let me get this. Oh yeah, well he looks good to me. He looked good. Um, Broner. Broner is good. Um, for those who know or are familiar with Broner, he, you know they know about him being outspoken. Pretty. Uh, ignorant and cocky you know they brush his ways before each fight so I, you know um he's a mayweather product originally and pacquiao obviously older 10 years older almost he went out there and did his thing um and pacquiao he beat was him pretty easily some bad fights too yeah and and some yeah <laughs> some fights and they, you know what it was? It wasn't his fault. I mean, it was his fault that they were bad because he left too much for interpretation, especially in the Horn fight. Because mm-hmm. he had Horn beat at one point, and then he took some rounds off. Horn came back, and the you know the cards had Horn winning. 
But um, <clears throat> that's the kind of guy he is. He's very soft. He's nice and stuff, which is weird for a fighter. But he it was pretty obvious um, the other night. He he beat Broner pretty easily. I think he could have beat him worse. But, you know, Broner, he's, Broner's known for being a really good defender, you know, really good defense in his fighting style. Um, mm-hmm. He uses the shoulder defense like Mayweather. He puts the shoulder up in front of his face so you can't reach his face. And when you have to lunge, he's there for the counter. That's that's his, that's his what he does best. And um, Pacquiao, you know, worked around it. It was just – Pacquiao was just the better fighter. It just looked like Pacquiao knew what he was doing and Broner was just – Fighting off instinct or something. Um, he looks good though, man. I like. I'm. I'm excited for his next fight. I I wanted it to be his last fight. I wanted him, you know, to get a knockout and just call it quits. But he wants to keep fighting, man. And that's, that's fine, that's man. I, I don't mind it as long as he, you know, if he could still perform. Yeah, as long as he's yeah, and if he could still defend himself, you know, and he could be safe too. You know, I don't want him out there fighting these lightning quick guys and he can't even put his hands up because he's just too old to be, <laughs> right he's not fast enough he, i don't, I don't think he's that. mayweather i don't think he's built to go at it when he's you know 49 50 no yeah he's not he's not he doesn't hit hard enough either to do that right um but um yes yeah, so shout out to pacquiao man broner thinks he won the fight um anyone who saw it, any you know even stevie wonder if he was listening to it would know he lost the fight um Let's go back to UFC real quick. Did you see the Greg Hardy situation? Uh, I didn't see it, but I saw he got disqualified, yeah. But it was he like a dis- rookie mistake, right? That's what he said. Oh, <laughs> he no. got disqualified because he hit the dude while he, he kneed like the guy in the knees. face. Yeah, while the guy was on his knee. You can't knee people when they're on their knees because they're like, you know, sitting ducks. You can't dodge a knee yeah. from your knee. You, did you see it? Like, did you see it happen? Um, I watched. I watched it right after it happened. Okay. Like I missed that exact moment, but as soon as it ended, I watched it because I then I did watch the next fight. How live. did it look? It was it was obvious that he did it. It didn't look like he did it on purpose though, because he was just like a split second from the dude getting up. It oh, looked okay. like a rookie mistake. It did to me. Okay. And yeah, I, that's that's what know. the uh, the Dana White said. He was like, you know, he looks looked good, but he made a rookie mistake. Yeah, it it looked like a rookie mistake to me. It did, uh, and he had no reason to cheat because he wasn't getting beat. He was beating the guy. Yeah, which so I, that's that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Because he's that was what like his four like that was his first big fight, but it was maybe like his fourth. Yeah, his first TV fight, I think. Yeah, right? and and the other guy was like, you know, he he'd already gotten past like ten, eleven, twelve, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, man, I, it was it was a good that was a good day of sports, man. It really was. Really Saturday, yeah. Um, oh, okay. Are, are we done with everything else? Basketball now? Uh, oh, you want to do tennis? Yeah, we're getting tennis a little bit. I'm having fun watching the uh, Australian Open. It's exciting, man. It's a lot of different names. The only out there. thing, you know, the hours are tough. The uh, the time difference. Yeah. The other day, I watched uh, Raonic beat somebody at, like, midnight or, like, even later than that. Mm-hmm. But um, Federer got eliminated, which is pretty sad. Yeah, man. Um, he's almost there, too, with Murray. 
almost time. But there's no there's no clear cut best player to me. Like Djokovic looks good. Yeah. But he doesn't look, you know, as dominant as he used to. I really think tennis right now is kind of open for for somebody for some young guy to just come in and take over. Yeah, it is. And you know, tennis is I was talking about tennis to one of my friends that isn't really doesn't know much about tennis, but he watches it sometimes. Tennis is one of those sports where it really is styles makes the, you know, styles wins the match, you know? And then the seeding is weird sometimes because, you know, you can miss a week and you lose your seeding and you're somewhere totally weird and you end up playing somebody you shouldn't be playing. Like, there's no reason why Serena is 16th, ranked 16th. Right. Because, you know, she's... She's had the two best, undefeated years. The best player. If she's playing, she's the best player. Exactly. So that happens. So that jumbles up kind of the um, the seeding of the tournament, which makes for a lot of parity in the in the tournament. It's pretty cool. But, you know, um, it's not always the best player that wins every match. That's one thing that's kind of cool about tennis. It's cool. It's good and bad. But, you know... Um, in Serena's case, if it's someone who can run and who runs Serena around, who could take her power, you know, they might beat her. Even though Serena's, you know, and then they'll go lose the next match, even yeah. though Serena's the best. They'll lose the next match because there's someone else like them that, you know, the style. So, um. Uh, that's the tough part about individual sports. It is, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's, it is open, man. It really is. I, um,. I will Anderson, say, the dude, South American dude. I'm not South oh, yeah. American. South African dude, Anderson. Last year. Yeah, yeah. He he finished like, I think he I think he came in second, and he might have won, but um, he got out really early, and it just shows that that's kind of the style thing. He just got beat by someone that was match, just better at that style. Them, yeah. yeah, yeah. The guy that beat Federer, he has a really long name, so I don't know. He's Greek, and I yeah. think he's the first Greek guy to be in the uh, semifinal now, or quarterfinal maybe. Male or female, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty nice. But that's It is nice. I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, tennis, the last few years especially, with, the, with all the injuries to the top-tier guys, mm-hmm. like, it's become so much more balanced where, you know, the top – the semifinals aren't, you know, one, two – three and like six right like it's usually the top 10 guys dominate up until the semifinals yeah yeah now you got guys that are you know not even ranked or sneaking in the quarterfinals and it it just makes it more exciting yeah it does yeah it's cool it's it's real cool because um also like sharapova she missed that year from the doping Mm -hmm. and she came in unranked um last year and yeah. she beat like the number two in like the first match of the tournament, but she should be number two herself right. normally, but you know. So then that opened it up for other people because then she got beat by someone else who was like fifteenth. So then fifteenth never had to beat number two, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it is cool, man. Osaka and Serena look like they might end up meeting again. From the uh, last year's controversial. Oh man! <laughs> what do you? 
I'm not saying it's going to happen because Serena's match, as while we're recording, isn't over. But if that does happen, what do you think is going to happen? Um, I think I think Osaka is going to beat her again. You think so? I think Osaka has the one weakness Serena like of Serena's. I think is Osaka's biggest strength and his composure. Mm-hmm. Like Serena dominates and she you know she wins a ton of matches, ton of tournaments. But the only time Serena gets beaten is when, like, she beats herself. Mm-hmm. And from what I've seen, Osaka never really, like, she never really gets, she never loses her composure, always plays consistent. Like, that's the one thing Serena doesn't really have anymore. You know, yeah. considering she's getting up there with eight and age, she just, she lets, she lets her emotions get the best of her sometimes. Yeah. Obviously, you know, considering what happened last time. Yeah. I I don't know, man. You I I think either Osaka will win in a close match or Serena will beat her to death. One or the other. Cuz I don't think Serena wants to leave anything up for interpretation again, you know. I don't want I don't think she wants to have any discrepancy, any conspiracy, whatever. I think she if she has the chance, of course. Like I said, she has to beat, I think, two more people to do that. So, um, yeah, man, tennis is fun to watch, man. If, for those who do not watch tennis, I would recommend watching, especially this year. It's gonna, it's gonna be exciting. Yeah, the all the the grass tournaments to me are so much fun because they're so fast paced. Oh yeah, yeah. Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. <clears throat> Let's get into some basketball. As we played on the intro, Boogie is back, and the Warriors. Man, do the Warriors have the best starting five of all times? Of all time, yeah. Well, I mean. You know, <laughs> just thinking about it off the top of my head, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. I can't it's remember crazy. a more complete five. They individually, they 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 have the best five players starting at the same time. I'll say that because you know, some people want to throw like cohesion and uh, chemistry all into that, and Boogie's only played two games, so I won't say that. But they definitely have the best starting. <laughs> Best five players starting at the same time ever, man. It's ridiculous. And he comes out of the first game and gets, what, 14 points? Yeah, hits a couple threes. Three threes? They're going to be a problem, man. A problem. Um, I loved what I saw in his debut. Yeah, the, you think? the first game I, I really liked. Yeah. I, you know, last... Last night he didn't really get to get off as much, but um, yeah, I think Steph stole the show. Um, no, Clay. No, I'm kidding. I was talking about his. Uh, oh yeah, his, his air balls. Wonderful his... fast break. Yeah, beautiful dunk attempt. <laughs> <laughs> you think he was gonna dunk it? I don't know, man. The way he was gathering for that, he, and he said like I was trying something cool. 
I thought he was about the way it looked. I thought he was gonna try one of those like, um, what's the what's the little white kid on all over YouTube and Instagram doing the layups? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know his name, but yeah, I thought I he was gonna try something about. like that. Those like three sixty under the yeah. layups and stuff. Yeah, the way he was describing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was I was a little surprised that like he airballed the three, but I mean I don't know. I'm not gonna. He Clay, Clay was phenomenal. Clay's the best shooter. I he's the best shooter ever, in my opinion. Although Steph, I think Steph is the best shooting scorer ever. But Clay, Clay has the three least amount of dribbles to get fifty, or to get forty plus yeah. or something. Three. He's just. It was, it was ridiculous. He stole the show, and then Lakers were double teaming Boogie sometimes. You know, they like they just refused to let Boogie get off, which is fine. He doesn't need to, you know. Um, dude, like <laughs> three players can have a terrible game, and you would still lose by twenty to the Warriors. Right. That's the craziest thing. I mean, Steph played like trash, and they dropped one thirty. If if Steph had a decent game, they would have had one fifty. Yeah. Right, and the thing is, Steph. Is so good that he he can play like trash, and he's such a good passer. Yeah, he did have a bunch of assists because he's such a good threat. He's such a threat, you know. It, you know the iconic long rebound. Uh, Clay gets it. You run out to Clay. He passes to Steph, who's wide open. Steph pump fakes and sends it right back to Clay in the corner, and it's money. Yeah, <laughs> and that happens so many times, man. Um. But yeah, well, so what do you think? What, what do you think about Boogie coming back? What does it look like? Well, I think this last two weeks has shown that nobody on the Warriors should be MVP. Okay. Steph has kind of cooled off. He's still cooking. Mm-hmm. You know, he had 40 a couple days ago, I think. Or maybe like closer to a week ago. But um, yeah, I just, they're, they're scary. Mm-hmm. What, what people aren't noticing, I think, is... Their uh, their bench players are starting to play better. Yeah, they are. Iguodala is starting to have more of an impact again. I mean, he he's had some live legs, man. He must have got a yeah. I don't know if he got a shot in the leg. He did, he did man. that shit Kobe did in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember he Kobe meditated did that and shit? took that. Yeah, <laughs> and came back just cooking, dunking on people. Yeah, whatever that was, he he must have he must have got some of that. Man. Yeah, I mean he's playing great, and that's that's what it's gonna come down to. I I also like I like how Looney plays. Looney like he's such a seamless fit for them. He is because yeah. he's he's starting to get better at catching the ball. He's starting to get better at cleaning up. You know, misses and with the Warriors, there's not a lot of misses, but. Uh, and Draymond's getting better. Draymond's not playing like complete shit. Finally, yeah, I still think he's costing himself a lot of money, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, he's starting to hit some shots. He's, he's he's been a good playmaker, you know. That's one of his probably the most valuable thing about him on offense. You know what else I notice, um, and I think this could be why they uh, could be why they're playing better. The players. The spread of minutes is better, I think. I think they spread the starters and the bench players 
Like they have them playing together sometimes. Because yeah. when they have Cook, McKinney, Jarebko, um, Looney, and Sean Livingston out there, it's a disaster. I don't care how good they were playing earlier. It's just a hot mess when they're out there. But now they're they're putting Livingston in there earlier. It's like Livingston and Steph, and then Steph comes out, but then Clay is still in there with Cook and McKinney. And, you know, they're mixing it up more instead of just going five in, five out, like they were for a little while. And that, was, that wasn't good. They, I think the players needed – they still needed a threat out there. And now they're starting to get better and becoming their more – you know, more of threats themselves. McKinney still comes in and plays really bad, though. Um, but they do look good, man. I, I like how their bench looks. It, they're going to be... They're legit, man. They're, they're, they're starting early in the year. They looked very vulnerable. Uh-huh. But they're, they're starting to look like they're going to... I hope not, but it's starting to look like they're going to walk through the West. Yeah, man. Because as, like as the season is progressing, I'm seeing more and more flaws from other teams. Mm-hmm. And I, I, they're just getting better and better. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's talk about the Rockets then. Carmelo got traded to the Bulls. <laughs> they picked up Fareed. Fareed had his first game last night. Oh, my God. He was getting fucking worked <laughs> yeah and they, and it, to be fair the... Nene set him up by getting in foul trouble yeah he did he definitely did but they put, he had to like get rushed in yeah they put Farid out there as like the Embiid stopper that wasn't smart and he was just he was just crossing him over left and right like literally he would go left to right then he would go Right to left and just work him every single time. Yeah, man. And I don't know if Fareed, like, I don't know if I would use Fareed as, like, the undersized center. You know, I don't know if I like that. But, you know, <laughs> they do what they do, man. Shout out to Corey Brewer. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, Way to come out there, you know. Do what you do best. He just plays his role run out of control. Super energy guy, really well. I, I swear, man. I he has to be up there in the fastest players in the league. I want to see a dead sprint of Corey Brewer with like the other people they claim to be the fastest players in the league. Yeah, because I don't know how he is the first one laying it up every time. Like he's fast, man. I, maybe he just looks fast because he's out of control, but no one ever catches him. He also competes really hard on defense, and he's not—he's not the smartest defender, but he won't, you know, he won't foul a three-point shooter three times in a row or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't that, make that. completely boneheaded plays. Um, he comes from that Billy Donovan, you know, right. Billy Donovan school of defense. All those guys are good defenders, you know. Noah, defensive player of the year. Yeah. Horford, you know, everyone talks about Horford's defense. And Brewer had this that defense, man. Um, uh, okay, back to the Rockets real quick. Do you think they're relying too much on Harden? Oh, for sure. Okay. All right. They, I don't think we need to. Huh? They're, I mean, like, I noticed it yesterday. When Harden kind of doesn't really have it going, 
it it just yeah. becomes and don't get me wrong, he had thirty seven yesterday, so it's not like he was awful. Right. But when he doesn't have it going, it just becomes like a drive and kick. Like that's all they have. Right. I mean Gordon isn't even like playing like he normally does. Like yeah, he's not they, even playing they aggressive. Expect him, they expect him to get thirty. Gordon? Yeah, like he's a great player and he's <laughs> capable. I mean he he did it to the Lakers, uh what was it, Saturday? Yeah. But he just doesn't play aggressive every game. Yeah, and I it's just when he's your second and I know they're missing Paul and missing Capella, but it, it really showed last night, I thought. Yeah. Because Harden was eating, but without Capella they couldn't get any stops. Yeah. And they just it, Harden really didn't have any help. And they waited till, you know, garbage time to let Gerald Green get in there and get off. Yeah. <laughs> he had like 18 in all garbage time. I mean, I don't really, I still don't understand the subbing. Rivers played 27 minutes, had zero points. They, and they, they only have played too eight much minutes. faith in Rivers. Tucker played 30 minutes, had two points. Gordon played 27 minutes, had 8 points. Ennis played 31 minutes, had 7 points. I mean, you can't have guys playing over 25 minutes and having single digits. I just think... Yeah, the the Rivers and Ennis thing. Like, Tucker, I get it. Tucker's not really in there to, to drop buckets. But two? I mean... He needs at least four. <laughs> at least he, hit a three. He probably missed, you know, some of his signature corner three-pointers. He only took one. Oh, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, he was just out there just, as I like to say, he was just out there running around. What was he doing? He had, he only took three shots. Rivers is the big culprit for me. Because Rivers oh, just. of course. Like, he had that good, I think it was the first game they signed him. Yeah, and he's had a couple of games where he'll hit some big shots, but like, I teams need to start seeing that he's really below average. He's trash. He's so pre- <laughs> don't give him. He's so the credit of being with how below he, average. Like, how he plays. Yeah, man. He he's and so he, he has to be. He has to be overly aggressive for him to be successful. And if your team doesn't need him to be overly aggressive, he shouldn't be on the team. Because he's not going to help you any other way. He needs more than... I mean, he needs more than five shots for him to have a good game. He only took five shots in 27 minutes. You know, Rivers needs more than that for him to get off or play well. He needs at least nine shots. His problem is also... I never see him get an easy shot. Like all his shots. Yeah, he are, does like to try to work everybody. Yeah, like all his shots are like, like sidestep three pointers or like little stutter step back three pointers. Yeah. Like, bro, get a fucking open shot. Get a cut to the basket. Like, <laughs> why does everything? Yeah. He, like, he'll try to rip. He does like the Carmelo like stutter rip to the right. But he's so trash, he stays missing that shit. <laughs> the Carmelo stutter ripped to the. <laughs> it's so funny. Like it, I'm just imagining him doing it, and I see it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and it's crazy. He's so limited, man. Like he really can't go left. He's a 
he doesn't have like a a thing he could go to on offense. He's not great at anything. Yeah, he that's his problem. He's not he's really just good, okay. a good playmaker. You know, on on two K where it has the grades. Yeah, he's like C minus on everything. Right. Like he's no better than average, but he's definitely below average. He's not a B or A in any category of basketball. He's definitely a C minus or C on everything. Yeah. But I think but yeah. I think they'll be okay when Paul gets back. I do too. I and I I do think Freed is a good pickup. It just last night wasn't his game. Like he's yeah, not I mean, the undersized center to check. You know the best center in the game. Yeah. Right. Right. He's out. He's definitely the best center this year. And you know it. Big men can't guard him. So obviously an undersized power forward isn't going to guard him. So also you know. quick shout out to. TJ McConnell came in there yesterday, and uh-huh. for, for a very, very short, quick second, strat James Harden. <laughs> it was a short, quick second. You're right. Like, Harden tried to post <laughs> him up that, like, I think that first time, he just took that shit from him. Like, whoa. Yeah, we, and went right up court and threw it to Brewers streaking or something. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. You know, yeah. Granted, after that, Harden settled and hit, like, three or four step-back threes in his eye, but... Yeah, McConnell, Harden, McConnell stays out like he always plays a little bit better than you expect him to. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, all right, real quick. Where's Carmelo going, man? The Bulls are taking him and then waving him. So what's next? The Lakers? <laughs> He's going back to the couch, man. He's not going anywhere. Teams think- have already expressed interest. They just haven't said who. Well, let's wait. Let's wait to see who comes out and claims it. Because <laughs> I, I don't believe it, man. I just like I just can't see a winning team looking at Carmelo and saying, you know what? In the right role, he can help us. Carmelo has never fit. He fit with Denver, right? Yeah, but he was a star player. Oh, okay, okay. I give Carmelo has never just like fit into a team outside of being the star player. I got you. And I just I can't Lakers like he's gonna walk on the Lakers, and um, honestly, like he's really gonna help him win games. Of course not. So wh- why sign him? Kuzma's already a better Carmelo <laughs> right now. I'd take Kuzma over Carmelo right just, this second. The smart money is Carmelo's not getting... Nobody's taking him. Wow, that's crazy. Okay. It is. No, it is, it definitely is. I think he's going somewhere, man. Really? I don't know where, but... He did this to himself to an extent. Of course he did. Of course he did. Um, Anthony Davis, is he going to be a Pelican at the end of the year? I think so. Okay. I don't. Next year, I don't know, or the year after. Oh, ne- year after he definitely isn't going to be there. Next year, maybe. I think but... I do think they're going to trade him. I just don't think it'll be this year. Okay. Well, yeah. if he declines his option, he's a free agent this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they got to trade him this year or, or uh, not. Yeah, then then you. I still think they're gonna they're gonna hang on to him. I do too. Yeah, I think they're gonna hang on to him, tell him they might get somebody, but they need at least four players on there to be good. 
they have they have two and a half good players yeah, right they're, now. They're just not Three. deep enough to be a good team. No, they're not. Miritich yeah. and Randall are both halves. Well, Randall, <laughs> if Randall keeps this up for the rest of the year, he's a he's a, a whole player. He is, yeah. For a whole year, though, it needs to happen. He's been eating, yeah. And Miritich, he's been in and out, right? Hurt? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they got they got three three good players. I'll give Randall a full one. Um. Okay. I don't think I have anything else. Man. I'll give a quick shout out. Uh, Nerlens Noel's back. Yeah, uh, man, that was good to see him. Good to see him healthy and playing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a competitive game uh, on NBA TV right now between. Top tier, uh, you know, Western Conference seeds, Portland and OKC. Is, who's playing well? PG's cooking. Uh, Westbrook is surprisingly hitting a large amount of jump shots today. Okay. Like he had a three earlier, he had a couple mid-range pull-ups. That's, that's been his big issue this year. Like he's not hitting the mid-range pull-ups like he used to. Yeah, and that makes him a lot less of a threat. Yeah, because he's he's always been to me. I never thought he was even average at threes. Oh, of course not. So I never like people who criticize him for missing threes. Like he's never been. He's good not a at three that. point shooter. He's just someone who's hot. Yeah, like he's hot. Chuck him. Go in sometimes. He has such confidence that he'll he'll make some. Yeah, but yeah, he, even his like game winners are. They look like accidents. Right. <laughs> that that Denver one to close the year when he won uh, MVP. Complete accident. <laughs> yeah, that was such bull. He just makes stuff off adrenaline. He really His does. body creates more adrenaline than the average person. They, I want a sports science on that. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, w- I want one. I, they need to test his adrenaline levels and see if he makes more adrenaline than the normal human being. Yeah, he has to. He has, dude, he has that, like, mentality that I wish more superstars had. Yeah. Just, like, go out and seek to eat. You don't have to drop 40, 50, but, like, seek to eat if they're letting you. He's getting better, because at one point, I I would hope that no one had his attitude, but now I I definitely do like it, you know. It's getting better with Paul George now. He's becoming more of a... You know, he's becoming just a better player overall, playing next to Paul George, I think. A better leader yeah, than Durant at, was. At times, he still does, you know, he still goes a little too wild sometimes. But mm-hmm. I'm seeing it now in this game to some extent. Uh, he's just, he's more calm. He's more under control. Mm-hmm. If, if he could really, like, channel that full time, the Thunder are going to be serious. Oh, yeah, for sure sure man and you know george is playing like an mvp candidate he is. day in day out he just kills he and he and he doesn't take defense off like he straps whoever you put him on yeah he i mean he must have heard our podcast man because yeah. he's doing exactly what we said he could do after especially after we criticized him uh for the christmas game yeah. He's just he's been going off since. Yes, for real. Yeah. All right. Um you got any other 
Sports. Talk about the All Star votes a little bit. D Wade is second in the East right now. I'm not mad at that. Um. <laughs> D Wade. I mean, uh, are you surprised? Un- no, I'm not. But he's getting such unanimous praise. Why? Like that's great to see. Well, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, of course, no one wants to see him leave. Every everyone liked him. He see, he seems like he gets along with everybody in the league. Yeah, like, he I does. swear, every, it's like every game, you know, he's he's switching jerseys with guys, and they're giving him a shout out for you know helping them in some way. Yeah, because you know D Wade, even in games when he's like, when he's uh, even when he like taunts. You can see that it's just out of, like, fun, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like when we're playing pickup games or something and someone hits a nice layup and, you, you know, they put they put their – flex their arms and they look at the guy. It's not because we're saying you're trash. It's just right. saying, you know, come on, man. Like, it's competition. He's a businessman, man. He's old. He's he's not – it seems like it's been a while since he um, was so competitive that he let, like, you know, a friendship – Go away. Right. He's one of the better people in the league, too. He is, yeah. Definitely. Family man. You know. Um, yeah. I'm mad, I'm mad Ga- Gabrielle Union had to fuck all that up for a second. Talking about his, you know, sex habits and shit. Yeah, man. I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> let's, let's relax. That was really out of control. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. In terms of NBA, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. All right. Um, I don't have any other sports to talk about. Oh, uh, Rivera, first unanimous uh, Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, Yeah, first unanimous 100% voted Hall of Famer in baseball history, which is pretty cool. Um, That's really all I got to say about that, though. I'm not a big baseball guy. Yeah, all right, move, moving on. Um, you ready to go to music? I got a. Uh, Let's do it. I got my gym. I got. <sighs> Just hop aside, catch a vibe. I'll be quick with my replies yeah. Baby, don't lie You've been waiting all your life I can't say I want a wife But come on, get this a try We'll catch a five Come with me and catch a five Come on, give it a try All I ask is for your time Come on and catch a five Won't be 21 all my life Promise I won't hit it this slide Promise that I'll make you to my wife If you promise you won't testify Ooh. I drop the top so you can see the sky I'm like a Uber driver, candy in my ride I take a detour, pull your panties to the side A second time we wait for the best seat to drive Never the order a double cause I pour a four for you Or some perpetual on my wrist with a bruise Catch a vibe When I want you, I'll be 
That was um, Catch a Vibe by Nestle, and I was I was going to get into his album, man. I missed it last year. I, that song is really old. That song's from 2016. But, um, man, I, I loved his first mixtape. Well, I liked it. I didn't love it, his first mixtape. But this new album, Wildflower, is called by Nestle, N-E-S-S-L-Y. And, um, man, it was it was good, man. I was I was surprised. I w- I guess I wasn't surprised, but I liked it, man. It's a lot of energy, you know. He is the Travis Scott sound. He's kind of like a poor man's Travis Scott when it comes to his flows and his mm-hmm. the auto tune delivery and stuff. Okay. But the beats are hard. His flows are hard. I mean, he's good, man. He got twenty four hours ski mask, the slump god. How many songs? Joji is thirteen songs. Wow, Joji pops up on there? Yeah. Wow. And a man by the name of Hood Rich Pablo Juan. I've heard that name, yeah. <laughs> oh, great, man, great, names, days. <laughs> great name. Great <laughs> name. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would recommend Solo Boy Band, too. That, that was his first mixtape. or Well, not his first, but that was one of his first mixtapes. Um, I guess it was the second one. I don't know what came out first, but they both came out in 2016. But I didn't like Still Finessing as much as I liked Solo Boy Band. Uh, yeah, man, he's pretty good. He, he's decent. It's kind of uh, underground. I don't. I wish there was a genre just for the auto tune guys, but I guess it's not. Yeah, so. the trap soul. That's what. It, that's what Bryson. Yeah, but Bryson and like Travis isn't trap soul. Yeah, I guess not. You're right. Yeah, Bry- Bryson created his own genre, which is crazy. I do, but. I do like these these hybrid guys who kind of really like change it up and do something different. Yeah, that's why yeah. I think because Travis Scott's sound is so unique. That's why he's kind of like he's blowing the fuck up right now. I can't really think of a rapper other than Drake and Kendrick bigger than Travis Scott. Right. Yeah. You're right. Um. Yeah, man. So that was my first one I wanted to get into. Uh. And I said, you know, off air that I was gonna try to touch some albums that I missed in 2018. So that was my first one. My other one is Danny Lee, The Plan, and um, Danny Lee. I I played one of her uh, one of her songs as a gem, one of our earlier episodes. Um, I played Little Baby, I think. Then she made a remix with Little Baby, I believe. <laughs> it's on the Shocker. remix. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, her album was okay, man. It, 
<laughs> I I don't really know what to say about it, man. It's just <sighs> it has a sound. Um, the female trap sounds that is kind of the thing now. Okay. Um, yeah, man, it was good. It wasn't great. It was cool. Um, it's different. I will say that. So. It's one of those I don't think you need to listen to the whole thing. If you just went and listened to a couple of songs, you get the gist of the rest of it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? How many... Here, let me ask you this real quick. So how many songs was this one? Hers? Yeah. 13. How many good songs out of 13 like does it take to make a good project? To make a good project. Out of 13, I need at least seven good. Wow, your standards are high. At least six. At least six. Man, I was going to say four to five. <laughs> to be good? Uh, bars. Like, well, I mean, you get it to how good, but I mean, I mean like, hits. Okay, okay, okay. Like, if four or five of your songs are, like, hits, and I'm going to replay them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got I me. agree with that. I agree with that. Hits? Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, if there's, if there's four, if there's six or seven I can, that I feel like I can play again, and they're just okay... They're better than okay. Yeah, it's a good album, but yeah, if it's only four or five, they need to be hits. Yeah, it's I need a, it's to like important really to have like good them. filler tracks too. Yeah, it is. Like it if is. your if your lesser songs are still good quality, you're you're putting a good album together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Anybody else uh, you you went back to? Um. Nah. No, there isn't. None that we didn't talk about already. Yeah. Um, did you have any? I didn't have any 2018 ones. Okay. Uh, I did listen to something that came out that you missed. Um, what? Mike Posner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. A real good kid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How was it? Is he a real good kid? <laughs> no. He's not. <laughs> He's a strange guy, man. Uh, not him personally, but his. He's had a very vibe. strange career path. Yes, yes, he has. He has. He's had. He's had his amazing feature moments. Mm-hmm. But he uh, he just hasn't blossomed. I'm, well, you know, tell me about the album because I didn't hear the album, so I don't want to. It starts out. He he does the typical like annoying thing where he on the intro it's like 30 40 seconds he just talks to how how what kind of album this is how <laughs> you need to listen to it in one sitting with no uh like without your phone did you heed his warning i listened to it yeah i listened to it like <laughs> he said you know start <laughs> to finish okay um I don't know what cohesive story he claimed to put together, but that's not what I heard. What I heard was, <laughs> and it's it's 12 songs. It's only nine real ones, I think. Three of them are ridiculous, uh, ridiculous fillers of, I don't know, interludes for, for him to say something. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he never says anything interesting. I mean, he literally... The 11th track is one more song. It's like 10 seconds of him just whispering, like, okay, this next song is the last one in the album. Like, what the fuck? Why? 
<laughs> Why you put that in there? I guess because you're not supposed to look at your phone. You're not yeah. supposed to know. Any, anyway, yeah, I guess so. But the songs, they don't flow... Uh, they don't flow well. It doesn't feel like an album. It feels like a bunch of songs uh, just kind of on a project. The, the storyline, he goes from a topic to topic to another topic. None of, like, none of it is interesting. He he kind of tries to like really deliver serious vocals mm-hmm. but it, it never hits the way he wants it to hit and this whole oh, project okay. is just boring he talks about <laughs> shit that like you know everybody else talks about in in a similar way that a bunch of other people have talked about it mm-hmm. so it just there's no real there's it's no real reason. Yeah, anything. there's no reason to go back to it. You know, were, were there some good songs? Eh, you know, Wide Open was pretty cool. I would say Move On was okay, and that's it. Two tracks. And everything else just <laughs> sounded weird. <laughs> Why weird? Because he, he tried to hit these vocals that, frankly, at times he didn't hit to me. Mm, like, there was okay. a, there's a song, Drip. Where he just starts like screaming at one point. And I'm just like, why would you... Who told you that was a good idea? Screaming like what? Like, what do you mean? So he he gets into like... um, Is he like trying to be like a Post Malone kind of vibe? Kind of. He just... He goes for every generic sound he can. Uh, let Let me see. I'll play a snippet of Drip. Like it starts off pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It changes. Well, you might have to listen to it for a second. Some of these shitty songs are way too fucking long. What genre is he? Like, what genre is he? Alternative. Okay. Like, whoa! You got a good beat going. Like, let's let's get it. Let's put a good song together. <laughs> Your commentary. <laughs> you should commentate songs. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I'll let I'll let the listeners know they're not missing anything. That's for sure. <laughs> right. All right. I'm fast forwarding. Yeah. Just just flip through it a little bit. Ten years. I'm a multimillionaire. That's the that's the flow for like two straight minutes. It is not fucking good. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Thank you. I'm done with Why did he think that was a good idea? Like he did not hit the vocal the way he wanted at all. I feel like. I don't know, man. I'm I'm off him. Yeah. Anyway, like all I, all I can say is it's a boring album. I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, if you're a fan. I don't know why this project didn't isn't gonna make you more of a fan. I'll tell you that. But he started out different though, right? Dude, the project that had cooler than me. Yeah. That hit the radio hit. Yeah. It was a good project. And I did. It, it was a good project, and I really didn't even like cooler than me that much. Right. Maybe it just got played out. But they had he had some good songs on there, and it wasn't like this. I thought he was like borderline R and B for a while. Yep. 
So what? And when did he grow a beard? <laughs> when did he's been low key been... for a while. The only the so. only relevant thing he's done since Cooler Than Me was fucking. Uh, I took a pill in Ibiza. That's a song. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's. I don't know if it's his song, but he's the vocals on it. All right, I think I'm it is his him. song. Anyway, yeah, there's there's no reason <laughs> to get into a deep dive. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah. I don't know how to say his last name. Posner, whatever. I've heard both, so. Um, okay. Future. Let's do it, man. <laughs> Did you hear it? Yeah, I heard it a couple different times. Okay. So you heard it? You listened to it more than once? Yeah. So you I, liked it? I mean, I wouldn't say that, no. <laughs> um... I'll admit, I'll admit, I listen, I came into it, you know, I've, I've been vocal about how much I dislike Future, mm-hmm. uh, for, in several episodes, mm-hmm. uh, and I came into this project with a pretty negative mindset, I heard, I heard good things about it, but, I mean, I still had that same, like, you know, this, I hate him, I just, <laughs> he's so, he just, I don't like what he, what the kind of music he makes. And right. I, I didn't like it the first time I listened to it, but I was like, you know, I got to give it another chance. Let me go back and fuck, fuck him for putting out 20 songs because that made it that much harder for me to go through. But this project is not terrible, I will admit. Mm-hmm. There are there are moments here that I was like, damn. Uh, I, I enjoyed the uh, the opening track. I even liked I how the too. second track came in. I thought he kind of fucked it up towards the end, but the second track came in. I was like, "Like I'm feeling this. Like, damn. Mm-hmm. And then he got into some duds. You know, it's future. I expected that. Right. But the middle, there was a stretch in the middle from, I think, 7 to 10, from Call the Coroner to Stick to the Models. Mm-hmm. That I was like, you know, this is this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then I loved, I loved, I absolutely loved uh, Unicorn Perp. I've had that on replay since I listened to it. I liked it too. Uh, but yeah, besides that, I really don't have much else to say about it. Yeah. Um, future is just future, man. And it's just, if you've never heard Future, you... I, this is one of those to me that if you like Future, you probably will like this because this is very Futury, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think he did what he does on here. Um, I don't know if he did what he does best, but he did a good job. It was, it was better than okay, but it wasn't great. It so I, I'll give it twenty grade. tracks, it, and most certainly not. And I if it was only even... twelve songs, it would probably be good. If it was fifteen, and he took off. Uh... Ain't coming back. I wasn't a fan of. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, rocket ship. I hated. Overdose. I hated. That that was really it. That I really disliked. Rocket ship was the worst song on there to me. Uh, I, I understand. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. Yeah. It, um. I don't know, man. It. 
He's one of those guys that's really tough to say anything about. Yeah, he's kind of like he's he's good. If you like him, you'll like this. Mm-hmm. And if and if you've never listened to him, like you said, this is not a bad first project to check out. No, it's not. There's there's some there's some hits on here, but you know, I mean, has Future ever put together a, a, just like a good overall project? No. He's he's never right. done that. He dropped two albums in you know in a, a week and. They both were number one, and if let's be real, for no reason. They were number one because they came out in January, just like this project is doing. Right. There's there's no competition for them. Like, what other rapper at the moment dropped? Nobody. Right. So he's just he's, he's doing the smart like movie studio move of putting his music out when there's no competition, just getting more like more notice for it right yeah um okay oh future what else we got man what's is there any music news anything serious chris brown was found um you know he's exonerated let him go no charges whatever Um, no no further investigation for those who have heard chris brown was detained in Paris um <laughs> soldier boy <laughs> soldier boy is Dude, acting a fool yes I don't think that's gonna stop anytime soon um Ariana Grande released the track list for her next album uh did you hear her new single seven rings yeah yeah how was it um, I didn't like it. I thought it was kind of cheesy, kind of corny for me, me personally. It copies. You haven't heard it? No, not yet. Um, well, it copies the. What was the song? Favorite things. You know that song? Like these are a few of my favorite things. That oh, okay. song. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it copies that kind of flow. Then Soldier Boy says she. Jacked his flow, then Princess Nokia said she jacked her oh flow. Oh my god, it's just too much. Like, and it it kind of turned me off from the song. So that was me because I really think about that stuff. But um, I don't know, man. It was just okay. I thought it was kind of cheesy, but it's it's a hit. It seems like anything she wants to do is a hit now. Unfortunately, seems like her album it didn't flop, but it felt like it flopped. And then her singles have been blowing up ever since. Oh, you saying the last one? Yeah. yeah. You said it I best. I think it did flop. You said it best. It you remember you said uh, the two singles she put out were better than anything she did on the album? Yeah, for sure. I mean, this Thank You Next is probably the best thing she's done since Dangerous Woman. Thank You Next is up there in her best songs, period. Right. And, and um, I think she knew that album was was not good. I do think it underperformed. And I think that's why she's releasing an album so soon. It's yeah, not even been six months, right? right? That's true, yeah. And no one, I mean, you don't do that just for fun. Um, <laughs> she's doing what uh, Eminem did. <laughs> got, got, she got salt. She probably got salty that her album wasn't selling like that. Yeah, it comes out next Friday. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Well, that like, gives us on. something to review. Well, this Friday. <laughs> Not next Friday, wow. this Friday, the twenty fifth. 
Like, yeah, so... I'm you not going to lie. More, more top-tier artists should start dropping stuff in January because it's been dead so far. Yeah, it has. Yeah, um... Oh, I, I guess it's the pre-order starts Friday. Maybe that's oh, what it okay. is. Because I was about to say, it's no... February 8th, that's what, it, that's what she said. Has been teasing the possibility of February 8th release date. She's teasing that, so... We'll see. Well, um, speaking of uh, average, boring, forgettable singles, uh, Logic dropped the song. He did. I mean, it's you know, it's it's Logic. Nothing. He doesn't yeah, really go for anything crazy. It's pretty cool. Logic. I feel bad for Logic. Because I think Logic. I think Logic. Can lyrically be as good as anybody, but that's not what his fans like. Like he'll never get the fans that like the lyrical stuff, and he'll never get away from the fans who don't care about the lyrical stuff. Mm-hmm. But those are his fans. If that makes sense. Well, his he's like he's in this weird zone where he's really lyrical. But people don't really, like, he doesn't draw people in with his lyrics. You know what I mean? Yeah, because that's not his fan base. Like, people, I don't know I don't know if it's a fan base thing or if it's just, like, what he's really saying. Maybe it's what he's saying. But, I, sometimes I think he says some hard stuff. I do. And I don't, I don't like him, but... <laughs> you know what really weird. fucked him up is he, he, he like... He really pushes that whole narrative of how tough it is to be mixed. Yeah. And I, I feel like that turns a lot of people off. Especially when the two biggest artists, two biggest hip-hop artists are mixed. Yeah. J. Cole and Drake. Yeah. I mean... But I, th- I do think she, he makes good music. I mean, his his album last year was really good. It was really forgettable, too. Didn't age very well, <laughs> but... <laughs> You said it was really good and really forgettable with like the same positive tone. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, I don't. It's, it's not right, a bad, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing, but I think that's his music doesn't have like replay value. It doesn't. And the thing is, well, the reason reason why I said reason why I felt like it's a fan base because you know he has that song with like all of Wu Tang on there. Yeah, it's a good one. The people you know who like Logic. They don't like well, me. The people I know who like Logic, they don't know anything about Wu Tang. It's not that it's, um, it's not that it's because they don't know Wu Tang. It's because Wu Tang isn't their kind of music, but Logic is. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like, um, I think maybe similar to, um, I guess opposite to like Pusha T, whose fans really look for the lyrics. And if Pusha T like started singing, like his fans would be like, "Yo, what's going on? Like, push, push, what are you doing? You know yeah. what I mean?" Yeah. But Logic is on the opposite side where he likes the his fans. The songs that made him big were the ones that he wasn't so crazy lyrical on. Those are his hits, and it's not fair because I think he does have some lyrical destructions that should be hits, but they're just not, and that's just. You know, the hits weren't those kind of songs for some reason. I mean, yeah, maybe it is the maybe it's because of what he said and, and the stuff he said in the songs that weren't super lyrical was simple and probably easier to gather. 
for people, you know, a better message. Yeah. Um, but he's one of those guys, man. He's he's talented. He's just like you said, the mix thing is is weird. Um, and it's not false. It's just something weird for people to grasp. Yeah. Especially when all these other mixed people never say anything about it. Like it's not. Right. It makes it seem more individual because Drake. I don't think I've never heard Drake say anything about being mixed. But he didn't grow up in America, so I'll, that might I be mean, different. This thing is like the reason he talks about it is because he's white. Like he looks white. Right. So he's got to fight that stigma, but like it just. If, but, like, uh, I don't know how you get people to really care about that struggle. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. No one is relating to it right. because they don't hear that from anyone else. J. Cole like says it maybe every once in a while, but not about it being hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then you got athletes. They never say anything about it. So it's, it, I think it is weird when Logic does it because people are like, yo, what is he talking about? Because... You know, I, I I know a bunch of mixed people that never say anything about it. So, um, yeah, shout out to Logic. Uh, I don't have anything else to say, good or bad, really. I like the single, but not that much. Very forgettable. Right. Shout out Keanu Reeves, though. <laughs> Yeah, shout out Keanu One of Reeves. the best bad actors ever. Yeah, he's definitely, he's um, taking advantage of his roles in movies. You know, some people get, some people get roles in good movies. That's kind of what he, he had. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got for music, though, before... I think that's Before it, man. I guess I've been saying yeah, music think. January been quiet. Yeah. Um, I wish oh. Future had given us something that we could talk about in more detail, but yeah, I wasn't. Future's not the guy I'm expecting to give us that. So right. Yeah. Um. What about uh? What about? Oh, J Cole. He said his new song is coming out tomorrow. Middle Child. I guess it'll be today for people who are listening. Um, we haven't heard it yet, so we're I not going to say much about it. Yeah. Um, I heard any- someone say at his little, at his event, the Dreamers event, uh, or Revenge event, whatever it is, that their mind was blown and they. It's gonna shock the world. Dude, this his, one single. Yeah, he's always had fans who do that. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I I firmly believe that J Cole is capable of being the best lyricist in the game. But you know, kind of how we talked about Paul George before, is how I feel about J Cole too. Any given night, any given song, J Cole could destroy somebody lyrically. Mm-hmm. But he or doesn't he could, do it or enough. Or he can put out a project that puts you to sleep. Exactly. Yeah. J. Cole, oh. he's like, what I imagine his perfect project is a mix of Friday Night Lights and like Born Sinner. 
mm-hmm. where where he's he's given the bars, but it's also there's that versatility that he's capable of. Yeah, and he has he can he's one of the few artists that can be hype and like be reflective. Um, you know, on the same album, and both of them be fire. Yeah. Like sometimes when Drake is in really reflection mode, mm-hmm. his hype songs don't hit you the same way. Yeah. But I think J. Cole is capable of delivering both on the same album. Um, he did it a lot on his first first two albums for sure, and Friday Night Lights. I mean, even Forest Hills Drive had some really good moments. Yeah. Since then, that for your eyes only, man. It's. I gotta say that was the most disappointing album I've ever listened to. Ever? Yeah, for me it was. Yeah. Just when I got it, <laughs> to when I finished, my face was just. I was I was in shock at how bad. Not how bad it was, but how disappointed I was in it. The anticipation I had for it was just quickly the went down the toilet. The more I think about it, down the, the more toilet. I agree with you because I, I don't agree that it's my like it's not my most disappointing. Yeah. But uh, I remember how like let down I felt, and if I re- yeah. I can remember that feeling years later, you you fucking you fucked up like. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. It has been years later, and for I me, definitely... for me, I don't know if this is my worst, but most recently, uh, revival just nearly killed me. <laughs> it nearly killed you. I mean, dude, I Why? I grew up like Eminem was early on when I first started listening to music. I mm. really had no interest in rap music at all. Like, hip-hop, rap, like, I really did not care. Mm -hmm. And Eminem was kind of the first guy to get me really into it. Mm -hmm. For a while, he was the only guy that was really, like, that I was into in in terms of rap music. Mm -hmm. And and I defended his, you know, his later projects, the the Marshall Mathers LP2, which wasn't good. And even the, (laughs) even the, like, the label joint he did... They Which like one? Shade, shady 2.0 or something shady something oh yeah 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 yeah. uh that was that was okay but man revival dropped and i heard the bad buzz but it was eminem so i had to listen to it and if we were if we were doing our podcast then dude i, I would have been just i would have been complaining for like an hour <laughs> about all the yeah. things i hated yeah, I get it. When the only thing I like off your project is Ed Sheeran's hook, <laughs> you fucked up, cuz. Yeah, you're in really bad shape. But shout yeah. out Kamikaze. Kamikaze was a really good effort after such a really bad yeah. project. I, I admire, I admire the the hunger he still has. I do too. I like that. I hope. I hope he's not done. I do want him to do some a little bit more, just to get that bad taste out of people's mouths. Yeah, I, I um, revival, 
you know, he was so far going downhill already to me. Yeah, that's, that's why. That's what a lot of people said. That's why it didn't really hit me that bad, you know. J. Cole was like at the top of his game and then just came with some garbage. Yeah, he was. You know, it was shocking he, how he he made the jump from like perfection to mediocrity, like at the snap of a finger. That's what that's what really blew my mind. That's what let me down. But I understand the Eminem thing because when a legend releases some trash, it's a different story. You know, it's totally different. Try to think uh, of the other other stuff that really let me down, like disappointed me. Uh, Anything that comes to mind from 2018? Uh, I think we reviewed a bunch of stuff. I, not 2018, but that Big Sean and Metro Boomin oh, thing. Oh, I like that. Damn, that shit sucked. <laughs> that really threw me off, man. It's all or nothing, nothing like shit. <laughs> yeah, you definitely Dude, not all. All I, of nothing. I didn't like a single song on that shit. Yeah, man. And Big Sean was kind of like Big Sean's. All his projects are good to great. Yeah, they are. So yeah. That in that last, I mean, the um, Dark Sky Paradise was pretty much great. flawless, and then he comes with that. I'm like, what? Come on, man. Yeah, I was, his last album was pretty good too. His solo one. Uh, the um. I don't know what you're talking about. Of course, the I name, forgot the escapes name of it. me. I remember the one that let me down, but the one I like, I can't remember. Yeah, it it was. I liked it at first, but it kind of got forgettable too. I decided. Yes. That's what it was. Yeah, it came out like right before the. It, was, it came out right before Double or Nothing. Yeah. yeah. A lot of hits on there though. I decided. Like you look through the track list, there's a lot of songs that are still being played. There is, yeah. Bounce back moves. And 2088 was great. I need a Drake and Janae album. I'm good. I need it. I need it. Their chemistry was so fire. And they never did anything with it afterwards. I need some collab albums this year. I really do. Some good ones. Yeah, some, some good ones. Some sensible ones. Not Future and fucking Juice World. I don't want Future to ever make a collab <laughs> album again. Ever. I honestly think this project that uh, Wizard is yeah. way better than any of his collab shit. Oh, I do too. Even for even sure. the Drake one. Mm. Well, maybe not better than the hits <laughs> off the Drake one, but yeah, not the hits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I I get what you're saying. As an album, is better. It's definitely more cohesive. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I don't, and I don't want. I don't like the producer team up, like Double or Nothing. I don't want any more of that. I don't want Metro Boomin and somebody. Yeah, Metro Boomin and Travis shit. Scott. Completely. Or, um, uh, Mike Will made it and Ray Trimmered. I don't need that, man. Just why do you, why do they do that? I don't know. It's not good. Um. But I do. I want to see more male and female duos make an album like Twenty Eighty Eight. Yeah, I like that. That that actually and, like if it's two genres or like two different sounds coming together. Yeah. Like that's that's interesting. Yeah, because it, it can either be really interesting or really bad, and I like that. I like that 
feeling of trying to decide. But more and more, it's just guys that are the same that just team up. Like, why? Yeah. Future might have had one of the worst years last year of all music. <laughs> uh, last year. Yeah, it was a bad 2018 for Future. Yeah. Because Mask Off was 2017? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Oh, yeah, 2018 was whack for Future. Um. Okay. What else we got, man? We got to have something else. For music? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> I forgot that Super Slimy existed. Oof. <laughs> I forgot about that. I remember I stayed arguing with people that uh, the Offset Travis Scott, or 21, Offset and 21. Yeah. That shit was way better than Super Slimy. It was, for sure. Uh, I don't know why anyone would argue that. Ric Flair drip alone is better than anything on Super Slimy, by far. For sure. The um, Quavo and Travis was better than Super Slimy. It wasn't as good as 21 and Offset, though, but... Oh, yeah, better that than that Super was very Slimy. forgettable. The Quavo, I mean, yeah, the Quavo and Travis. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I liked it. Like I listened to it the first couple weeks, and then I just, I mean, I listened to the the hit for a while. What was it? Um, well, uh, of course, I'd be I, forgetting all couple, the shit I like. They had a couple kind of hits, but um, I don't remember which one was the hit. Uh. Saint Saint was nice. I'm not gonna lie, Quavo Huncho was a big disappointment too. If we're talking about disappointing album. <laughs> yeah, it was. That shit sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of Dubai it shit. Did. I totally forgot. Oh yeah, that was hard. It was a banger. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, Quavo Huncho was was whack. Really whack. Especially, I, I don't know if I, I expected that much. But no, I did considering Takeoff put together a decent project. And Takeoff was after, right? Um, I thought Quavo's was... Maybe we heard it after because it was already so bad. No, I don't, I, I don't know, but first. either way, Takeoff was like a solid project. when And then Quavo just came out and that shit was just meh. Meh at best, too. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. I don't think I have any more music to talk about. Yeah, you been watching um, anything? No, nah, I've been on like a podcast wave lately, man. Other podcasts. And you don't want to shout podcast. anybody out? Uh, Godfrey, the comedian. You know him? No. I've been watching his lately. Uh, he's a pretty funny dude. Um, I don't know, man. I, don't, I just don't. I don't know. I haven't been watching that much, really. Uh, I saw saw a movie. What movie did I see? Oh, um, the girl in the spider's web, or the girl. The new one re- or the older one? The the new one. How was it? <laughs> it was not good, well, man. I, I heard I, I heard bad honest. things about it online. <laughs> it was oh man, you know. Claire Foy, I like her. 
And they're trying to make her a star, I could tell, you know, Saturday Night Live. That's the worst. She did worst. one movie and is on Saturday when Night you, Live already. Yeah, that's Come on, the man. absolute worst. Uh, she, she wasn't the one for that role, number one. Um, and number two, the, the movie was like, it, it seemed like it was missing details. Because I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be like the other one, like a... I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be a sequel because okay. like no actors were the same in the Daniel Craig one. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. The reporter who usually plays a bigger role in the other ones didn't play a big role at all in this one. He was pretty much insignificant. It was just, it was weird, man. It, it was just weird. And they were all kind of weird, but this one was the weirdest to me because it wasn't good. Uh, the action wasn't good. It just wasn't good, man. It was entertaining and everything, but the twist was trash. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to talk like too bad about about it like for too long, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't good to me. I feel like I saw another movie. We gotta but... talk about some trailers. I know you've seen uh, uh, Far From Home, Spidey. I did. Yeah. I, I like the trailer, man. It's cool. It's a little. I like it too. It's a little revealing. It kind of told how the movie's gonna play out. Yeah. Well, I mean, they 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 kept the villains pretty mysterious, which I guess is a good move. Yeah, I like the pun. Um, if you meant it. What about uh, speaking of Keanu Reeves, John Wick Three? I already expressed my lack of interest in that. I'm ready. <laughs> they they killed. That wasn't a big. Huh? I, they killed it with the first one, and I thought they low key killed it with the second one. Low key. So okay. I'm ready. Nah, man. I <laughs> I don't want any more John Wicks, man. I really don't. <laughs> Throwing a Halle Berry in there out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think Halle Berry's an upgrade. In my opinion, she's not as far as acting. But we'll see how she. We'll see yeah. how. I hope they keep doing a good job of like building that like world that they're trying to. Because mm-hmm. the second one, what what I really liked about the second one is like expanded on this whole, you know, hired killer world. Mm-hmm. And they're and they're they're making it kind of unique, kind of like a, almost like an organized business out of it, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, maybe the third one's a little much, but. You know, it is. It was supposed to be a trilogy shortly after the first one came out. So, <clears throat> man, I don't know. I I don't know what to think about it really. But I'll watch. I'm still gonna watch it. So, what else? What other uh, trailers? Uh, tra- I think that's it. Those were the two big ones. I'm probably missing one. I I'm always forgetting about one. But I like how Spider-Man doesn't look so Disney-ish this time. And I said that was my problem with the last one, which I didn't say was a bad movie, but to me it was very juvenile. I guess I would say. I had the I had the same problem. Yeah, and it just really felt like a Disney movie. It had Disney actors in it and everything, but uh, I uh, this one definitely looks more mature, and I like that. Um, it's hard to say I want them to cool it with the jokes, but I that's kind of what Is I that want. Is hard to say? I mean... I agree. Because the jokes are... It's not that I didn't like the homecoming, like, humor. Like, it was good humor. 
Mm-hmm. But it just... And some of these superheroes is starting to... Like, some of these superhero movies, they're kind of doing that same... Like, you don't feel the the situation as much as you can like you should because of the constant humor right like when the when the character is on the verge of death and they're cracking jokes like you just like this doesn't make sense to me you don't have to throw in a joke in every situation right and i i say that a lot you know i don't want to go see i'm not coming to the movies to see a comedy dude i want to see a superhero movie and um they are trying to make them very Lighthearted now I think the only one I was really cool with Was um Ragnarok Rag- I, I liked but Ragnarok I liked the like, in there Ragnarok made you laugh You know Consistently mm-hmm. If you're gonna make me laugh Consistently I'll, I'll give you a pass For throwing a ton of humor in there Yeah But if it's yeah. just like humor Just because Spider-Man's always been a witty kid So we gotta throw in a bunch of One-liners Like Bunch of corny one-liners. Like, no, you don't have to do that. Yeah, and his weren't even that cool. Like, right. they weren't even the Spider-Man kind of one-liners. Because Spider-Man had, like, cocky one-liners, you know? Yeah. His were so... You know, I, I don't want to keep calling it juvenile, but it was. Like, you, you know? Yeah. I'm, um, and I missed uh, Spider-Verse, so... I didn't see it either, man. I will watch I it to. when it comes to you know Redbox and stuff. Yeah, I, I'm definitely. I might. Yeah, I'm gonna be on that one for sure. I can't believe it's getting so much praise. Yeah. I'm surprised. Animated movie they're saying is like revolutionary. The animation and stuff. Um. Yeah. It, it just wasn't something I wanted to pay to go see the movies for. Yeah, you know? I, I went to I went to around the time it came out. I went back to back uh, Bumblebee, um, yeah, and Aquaman, right. And I talked about how great Aquaman was. But mm-hmm. after that, I was kind of burned out. And you know, you can't. I'm not gonna lie. I can't afford going to the movie anymore. You know, every other day. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. It's exactly. so expensive now. You gotta pick and choose what you want to see, and that was not on my, you know, on the top of my list personally. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, did you see Glass already? No, I. I don't know if I'm gonna be if if I get to see it, it probably won't be for another week or two. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I want to see it. Yeah, yeah. Of I mean, I've heard some mixed things about it, but I'm still excited to see how it plays out. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I see it, it'll probably be this weekend. After that, I probably won't catch it. But yeah, man. Split. Split had kind of the same reaction. Like some people loved it, and other people thought it was a little slow, a little drawn out. You know, a little, right. a little lacking on the scares. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you think about it, Get Out didn't have any scares, really. Oh, that's us. That's another trailer. Oh yeah, dude, we never talked about that. Nah, go ahead. Great what trailer. Do you think? Yeah, Just, it's drawing you in. I love how. I love how creepy it is. <clears throat> yeah, that's the I big like thing too. with horror movies now, like. It's not really don't throw in the scares, but just like give me a creepy vibe. Mm-hmm. And you'll get my attention. 
Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, I, I'm trying not to get to the point where I just see um, Jordan Peele movies blindly. Like, I, I don't want to just say, oh, it's Jordan Peele, I'm going to just go see it. Like, so, us, I'm hesitant, but I still feel like I got to see it. Because I, I really want to know what's going on. Like, there's some scary movies <laughs> that I see, and I'm like, you know, I don't really care about, you know, what the truth is in that movie or whatever. Yeah. But that one, us, I definitely <clears throat> want to see what happens I do. Next. I do hope he ramps it up with the scares. Oh, yeah. It already looks like it. it looks like it's a... Yeah. A lot more. Um, See, I, I saw Get Out a couple different times, and uh, it, it doesn't hold up well the the more you see it. Oh, I agree, yeah. I don't, after, I saw it twice. It, it's a the one-off. Theater. Yeah. After the second time, I I have never even attempted to see it again. You know, like, I, it's been on TV. I'm like, nah, I don't want to see that anymore. I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, um two times was plenty first time was good but you know um okay us uh, yeah I don't, I don't think there's any other trailers that i could think of right now yeah I'll, I'll say uh one thing i've been watching and i just started but uh punisher came out season two yeah yeah uh, i'm only three episodes in but it it's it's engaging it caught my attention so I've heard mixed. I've heard mixed uh, reactions, but everyone does agree that it's engaging. He does for sure, dude. I heard that the story wasn't as good as the first season. Yeah, so far it's a little. The story's a little weird, but man, what's his name? John Bernthal. He fucking kills it as Punisher. Yeah, like he's so. He just you just see Punisher. You don't even see him anymore. Right. That's the best right there. Yeah, like that's sure. it's one of those roles that he like your guy's just born to play. And it's over, right? They only doing two seasons? I believe so, yeah. I think this season came out like they made the season before with the whole like, you know, slew of cancellations. Well, yeah, they might move them all to the streaming thing. Which I, I, I hope hate, so. But... I mean obviously I haven't seen the end. And... Yeah. With with Daredevil it was a little bit better because they closed it out in a good way. Yeah. Like with some closure, mm-hmm. uh, I I'm I'll I'll report back how this season you know f- plays out, but I do hope they keep it going. Okay, I um True Detective is back too. With yeah, I Herschel haven't started Ali. it. Yet. I um I I don't think I ever finished season two. I know they're not you, they're not the same. You should. I should not. Season two was really bad. <laughs> Yeah, I I I heard a lot about how bad it was, but uh, I'm excited for this new one, man. Yeah, Mahershala, it looks, it looks like their storyline. They got back to like you know more of a police crime storyline. Yeah. Whereas season two, with they mixed, they put the characters together, but they mixed it so in such a weird way. Mm-hmm. And it, it, the story was so messy, and it was so uh, convoluted about like housing, like real estate crap. Like normal people don't care about that shit, right? So you know, it, it there, it's tough to follow perfection, which is what season one was, right? 
Like it was season perfect. one was debatably the greatest season of a show ever. It was it was really 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 good, for sure. Yeah, it's up it's up there in my favorite first seasons, definitely, probably top five. Um, Mahershal is just on fire, man. Yeah, it's like everything he touches turns to gold yep. right now. Um, good actor, man. Yeah, he is. Uh, yeah. I hope he doesn't fuck it up with uh, uh, Anita or Alita, whatever the fucking battle angel. Yeah, man. My <laughs> and dad, if you're if you're listening to this, my dad really wants to see that movie for some reason. I I do not want to see it, man. I the they've the TV promos have been kind of ruining it for me. That's drawing my dad in, man. He loves it. I like the initial trailer, and then like I think the second one. But with all these TV promos, it's just like I'm I'm getting a little I'm getting more and more skeptical. <laughs> It's like it looks like it's too much of the mix of yeah, yeah. All right, I'm a, I'm gonna play your gym and then we'll come back for the end. Up in the VI with her and one of her friends, yeah. Money all around her, all over the floor. I make it rain on that pussy, make it thunderstorm every day on that pussy. Oh, I blow a check for that pussy, be all up in that no respect for that pussy. No, anything goes, pull up some more. We in that zone, come in the door, and I spend that door, I spend that door. Oh, lights on. She be in me so deep, another shot and we all to the hotel. Oh, lights on. We gon' do it all with the lights on. She be in me so deep, we can do it all with the lights on. Right now, do you and your friend wanna find out? I'ma make your money fall down. We be in the VI with the lights on. Making money fall down all over your body. She ain't no hoe, but she know I just had a party. Yeah. I make it rain on that pussy, make a thunderstorm every day on that pussy. Oh, I blow a check for that pussy, be all up in that no respect for that pussy. No, anything goes, pull up some more. We in that zone, come in the door, and I spend that door, I spend that door. We gon' do it all with the lights on. She be in the me so deep. Another shot and we all to the hotel. More lights on. We gon' do it all with the lights on. She be in the me so deep. We can do it all with the lights on. Lights on when I hit it this time, yeah. If it good, hit it for the fifth time, yeah. The kid get cutty like this kind, yeah. Dunkin' knees on like a nigga bomb. So 
ice. She be in a me so deep. Another shot and we all too close. Good pick. Really good pick. That was Victor Oladipo. Shout out to one of the more underrated players in the league. Yeah. And underrated in the music industry. For sure, man. I think, you know, we don't talk about R&B much on here, but I do think R&B is in a good place right this second. I think it's moving... It's moving forward because, well, for maybe it's not in a good place. I guess what I'm what I'm trying to say is because rap artists, hip hop artists, are uh, blending so much into R and B. I guess it's good and bad. It's bad for R and B artists who can only do R and B, but it's it's good for R and B itself because it's getting more exposure. So. Um, I don't know. We could we could talk more about that one day, but um, you know, we, we talked a little bit off air that you know we might start having some interviews. I worked on some technical ways we can get some interviews in. Man, um, we want to get some more people on here to talk with us, get some more listeners. Uh, yeah, man. That's, I guess that's really we'll it. We'll keep y'all posted on on how that's going. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Try to be selective with who we get. Uh, one name I'm trying to get, I can't get, but I'm working on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's that's all I got, man. You want to make any other announcements? You want to talk about uh, what we might do before All Star Week weekend? Nah, we'll save it. <clears throat> all right, all right, all right. All right. Um, I'll close this out as usual. We're going to close out with a throwback. We'll see you guys next time. It was a good one. Thanks for listening. Admiration and fear. You can admire me or you could catch one of your wig. You see the test the rose for the toasters right on my lap. So if a nigga get out of line and nigga get clapped, I got an arsenal of infantry. I'm built for this mentally. That's why I'm the general. I do what they pretend to do. Front on me now, nigga. I'll be the end of you. Forget your enemies and think of what your friends will do. I drop a bag off, they let a mag off. The heck playing cops to tear half of your ass off. I'm not for the games, I'm not for all the playing. The hollow tips ring when I unleash the pain. Get the message from the lines and get the message from the nine. Paint a picture with words, you can see when I shine. Put my back on the wall, nigga, watch me go for mine. I let 21 shots off at the same time. Yeah! Yeah. Where I'm from, death 
she's always in the air, homie. Nana love me, so you know she say my prayers for me. I come creeping through the hood wearing Teflon. Hit the corners, motherfuckers get left on. Niggas know if not, they better check my background. Try and stick me, I fill your back with Mac rounds. Act supreme, nigga, 50 don't back down. I keep it funky like fiends in a crack house. Cross the line, boy, I'ma air your ass out. Screw your face at me, I wanna know what that's about. Nigga, I know you ain't mad, I done came up. And if you are, fuck you, cause I ain't changed up. The OGs wanna talk, but I don't know these niggas. And I ain't did no business with them, I don't owe these niggas. A minute of my time, I get it cause I grind. All across the globe, like the world's mine, yeah! And I don't 